you are the mayor of Hamilton County, which is the county seat uh, with Chattanooga. Uh, Chattanooga is the county seat. Yep. Sorry, Chattanooga is the county seat. Thank yep. you. But you started your career as a venture capitalist focused on freight technology. So your connection to this industry is actually not just coming out here as the mayor, but actually you have personal interest in the success of this industry. You started your career there. When you guys started your fund back in 2014, what was the goals that you set out? Well, my journey in and around this industry started in late 2010 as Access America, back before Ted Alling and Barry Large and Alan Davis had kind of gone big and people in the industry now kind of know of them post the merger with Coyote. I started with them uh, on Rossville Boulevard and I got to see under the hood of what a fast growing 3PL looked like. And, uh, and, and you know, really, my, you know, to that point in my life, I knew of Chattanooga as a freight hub because of the Fuller family and, you know, your, your grandfather's legacy here and, and not a whole lot more than that. Um, and, and so getting to see under the hood of both a fast growing company uh, and then a few companies that shared DNA growing fast was uh, my start in business. Within a few years, we had developed a thesis around the Dynamo Fund to say Chattanooga's future as a, a tech hub, as a place of fast growing small businesses, which is a part of the entrepreneurial legacy of this region, um, really ought to be focused on, we ought to double down on what you dubbed Freight Alley. Like, let's do that really well. Uh, you know, the need for logistics, the need for you know, a trained workforce, whether it's drivers or fleet management, uh, you know, it's not going away. And uh, it's a durable industry where we've got a legacy and, and we've got a future and, uh, and, and a unique story to tell, given who I, I was in business with at the time. And our thought was that uh, Chattanooga was a logical place uh, for, at that time, maybe the first or second dedicated fund to logistics uh, to be founded. I mean, it's interesting because back in those days, logistics supply chain was an industry that very few venture capitalists were actually looking at. And today it's become one of the hottest, most important venture things in the market. It's, you know, not a lot of people outside of checking to know the story of Access America. Um, you saw it firsthand. It sold in 2000, was it 2014? Yeah. From that, we've had something like 40 companies that have grown out of the team that built Access America and have gone out and created What's Freight Alley. I, I didn't come from those folks, but certainly benefited from this proliferation of talent. But it's, it's, it seems to me that what that did, that transaction of recycling capital here locally, created a substantial ecosystem, which we are still, and one of the reasons we're hosting our conference today is because of that transaction. Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean, I think it's a story of a mid-sized city that does a certain discipline well. It's one of the reasons that we believe that you know we, we could be not the next Silicon Valley, but we could be effectively a place unrivaled in our expertise and and, and even a hub of, of of capital in the logistics industry. And uh, you know, I mean, again, like you know, you, you weren't you didn't come from kind of that initial Access America DNA, but, you know, obviously the Fuller family and logistics um, nationally are, are a part of uh, how this community has become known. And, I, you know, I'm kind of here to tell folks from across the country who came here that, this, you know, as cool as the story of Chattanooga has been for 10, 15, 20 years, you and I have played 
uh, you know, different roles. Yours is, uh, you, you know, really given a, a unified voice to and, and a source of information to this whole industry. Mine's been on the kind of seed stage side. The next 10 years uh, in this city and in the surrounding areas, there's 10 municipalities in, in Hamilton County is going to be unlike anything we've ever seen. I mean, we're going to develop almost another downtown to the west of here on the Bend site. My hope would be that you see a continued proliferation, right? That maybe it's the, uh, my hunch is a couple of the companies that were birthed out of Access America, if you think of it that way, may yield more capital that can be folded back into what you guys are building. Yeah, I think cer- certainly. And there's been even from not just the Access America the Access America was interesting because it recycled capital, but it also created a lot of just talent that entered the city that all of a sudden went from one company to a lot. Um, but it's been an interesting transition. So you're now mayor. Congratulations, by the way. Uh, you just got voted. You're, you're a young uh, person. In fact, yeah. we were backstage and there was a gentleman who goes, oh, I'm supposed to meet the mayor. And he's like, where is he at? And he's actually been talking to him for five minutes. Yeah. So, um, But as a young mayor who's worked in the venture capital world, has worked in the 3PL world. What is your plans for the community that maybe an audience in here would, would resonate in terms of what it means to be the mayor, but also have an understanding of what logistics means? Yeah, well, if, you know, first of all, what's exciting about the 3PL lane in this industry is that the barrier to entry, the barrier to entrepreneurship is real low. And that's part of what you've seen come out of that Access America family, right? You know, guys who started companies that now have 20 employees and some that have hundreds. Um, so that's exciting because it does tap the uh, entrepreneurial vein of this community where real wealth can be built and then, you know, turned into seed investments in other companies. You know, I, I think both me and my counterpart at the, you know, the, the mayor of Chattanooga have this desire for us, whether it's uh, tangentially in, um, in automotive manufacturing, battery technology, the state of Tennessee is on the verge of being effectively the the home of more um, electric vehicle production and battery production any, anywhere in the country. I mean, I think you could you know fast forward two three years from now, that's where we're going to be. All of these, I think, are connected to the the legacy of uh, of logistics here, and you know we've got some unique opportunities beyond tax incentives we can give to recruit growing companies here. We run the third third largest incubator in the U.S. It's county owned. We've got some pretty ambitious plans for it. My hope would be that we're intentional uh, about uh, focusing a lot of the efforts there on logistics because we've got. I mean, what's what we've proven is is not that this is uh, necessarily a great place to start a health tech company. Some people have done it, but what we're increasingly showing every day is this is a hell of a place to start a company in the freight industry, largely. And so we want to partner with that. You know, a lot of my friends, some of the guys I got started with in the early lamppost days. Lamppost was the kind of first investment vehicle that came out of Access America. The formal one uh, focused on on logistics was Dynamo. Talk to the Brickyard guys about what it would look like for the county to partner uh, strategically to open up space that's just on our North Shore in one of the coolest parts of town where and we've, we've got a pretty awesome opportunity, I think, to build on what y'all are doing. No, it's, it strikes me as a really interesting time, not only for Chattanooga, Hamilton County, but really this region. You mentioned EV production we, talk, we talked a lot about the future of what that means for the supply chain, what that means for uh, the freight economy over the last couple of days. We've always sort of had this discussion. 
But it strikes me that there's something really special about the industrial expansion and investments in this part of the country. From your perspective, why are companies moving to Tennessee? Why are companies moving to the South and not building the same plants in Michigan and in California and Arizona? Some of that's um, policy. Some of that, I think, frankly, is just stability of political leadership. I'd argue in this state, you go back to a Democrat governor. I'm a Republican, but you go back to a Democrat governor who was previously the mayor of Nashville, Phil Bredesen, eight years of really competent, business-minded leadership, eight years of Bill Haslam's leadership came out, I mean, you know, roughly came out of this industry. Also, our current governor ran a, a, a company that does business across the Southeast. So, you know, you've got now 20 years of competent leadership statewide. Companies see that. Um, workforce challenges exist everywhere. I think we're beginning to do stuff in this state that's unique. I think we're beginning to really be mindful of uh, treating companies as customers. I serve on the Board of Regents, which is Tennessee's largest college system. We think often of the company as the customer as we train our workforce, because if we do that, if we serve the company well, inevitably our students are going to have the set of skills that will serve them and their families well. So, for example, when we, when the state of Tennessee recruited Ford to make a $4 billion investment in West Tennessee, which is where the Ford Lightning will be built and the, and the batteries will be manufactured nearby, we built out, the state of Tennessee built out a technical college, the 41st college in our system, customized for Ford. I, you know, frankly talked to the governor about uh, doing the same, taking the same kind of approach uh, at Volkswagen so that you both serve students well, but also pave the way for further investment. Weston, you've been very vocal about a lot of the reckless spending in Washington, just that we have a new infrastructure bill, which the transportation business has been incredibly appreciative. How do you feel about the need and balance the need to invest in infrastructure versus the need to uh, obviously maintain a fiscal budget? Yeah, it's interesting. I saw my ca uh, counterpart, the, the mayor of Knox County, which is Tennessee's third largest county. This is Tennessee's fourth largest county. Is a guy named Glenn Jacobs, for those of you uh, who grew up in the 90s, he was Kane in WWE, WWF. So he's kind of, uh, he's an interesting county very, mayor. Very Tennessee. Uh, very Tennessee, mayor. yeah. See, a lot of people think he may be our next governor. So uh, Glenn, I saw Glenn tweet the other day. He's like me. He's a kind of an old school fiscal conservative, fiscal hawk. Um, but he made the point about infrastructure investments. Like this is where you get a tangible benefit. You're planning for the future. Like fiscal conservatives don't say, don't spend money. We say spend it wisely. Be good stewards. Plan long term, not for the next election cycle. And, uh, and, you know, the reason the country's in the predicament that it's in is because for decades, politicians took what was uh, a very convenient argument from fringe economists that interest rates would always be low. And so we refused effectively to reform these long-term entitlement programs. The reason we're in the predicament we're in is not because we've spent too much on roads, we should invest in the infrastructure of the country. Uh, we should just prioritize uh, where we spend money, and then we should be thoughtful about the fact that our entitlement programs were designed uh, you know, in a completely different environment with life expectancy different and, uh, and with no, no idea that um, the, the world would function like it does today and the cost of health care would be what it is today. So, Weston, for the folks that don't know the geography of Chattanooga or Hamilton County, um, there is a large industrial park just or if it's in the county, I don't know if it's if the Enterprise South is actually in the city or not. Yeah, but it is. Okay, so you know, a couple of years ago, a couple of decades ago, they turned a 
former military ammunition uh, site that was World War II sort of uh, uh, vintage into an industrial park that attracted Volkswagen, built this massive sort of auto ecosystem supply chain just out just in Chattanooga. You've just taken over or in the process of taking over another industrial park. What are the plans or hopes for that? You're talking about the north end of the, the county? North end, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we've got some dirt left in Enterprise South. I think that's probably a case study in how to reuse land that had sat there with no real purpose. Uh, my dad served in Congress for 16 years. He partnered with the late Fred Thompson to take that old Army ammunitions factory, decommission it so that it could be used for economic development. We almost landed Toyota, didn't realize that that was kind of headed into recession, was not going to be a, uh, the win we thought it would be. Ultimately, Volkswagen was landed there. And I think we're on the cusp of, uh, of basically booking out the rest of the dirt there. To the north, and this is for people a lot smarter than me in the room, a pretty exciting um, you know, part of our future is that at the very north end of this county, the further north you drive, uh, really the more beautiful it gets. Uh, in a community called Sale Creek, the county acquired a 2,200-acre um, farm that was, uh, you know, a prominent family in the community used it almost as a vacation retreat in recent decades, and now the county owns it. 1,600 of the acres are in Hamilton County. Uh, we own 600 acres in Ray County. And, you know, I've, I took a position different than the other people running for office. Uh, I'm not so sure I, I committed to do this job for no more than eight years. I don't know that we'll develop it in those eight years. Uh, I think a, a piece of land like that, pristine 2,200 acres, it's the largest contiguous tract that was remaining in the county. Uh, I don't know that we should rush to do whatever the first thing we can do there is. And we may very well have an opportunity to you know, develop a futuristic uh, type hub that we can't quite imagine. Um, but I'm, you know, open to ideas. It's a cool place. Short term, we're going to open it up to the public uh, as a park because we paid 15 million bucks for it. And I want taxpayers to get to enjoy its beauty. It connects to some state trailheads. And uh, it certainly has, you know, the potential for uh, a, it's on rail which is you know, what part of what made Enterprise South very unique is that, first of all, because of TVA and EPB, we, we can still the, you know, provide almost more power at, the, at, at Enterprise South than any site in the country. Uh, eventually, we could probably get power to that level in the north part of the county, but we do have rail to begin with. If people may not realize that Chattanooga or Tennessee is off TVA, is sort of the Saudi Arabia of electricity. Yeah. I mean, the amount of power that TVA is responsible for is very substantial. Yeah. We also happen to have the fastest internet in the world. I just had this conversation about why, explain the history of it. But Wes, we don't have a lot of time, but for folks in the room, not from Chattanooga for Hamilton County, what is the pitch if they were thinking about opening or building maybe a new warehouse or build or bringing their entire company, open a satellite office? What would you tell them in the room that they should consider Hamilton County uh, as a place to do business? I mean, we lead with quality of life and none of us can really take credit for it. I mean, there's some natural advantages to this uh, kind of corner of the world that uh, sells itself. And so a lot of days I show up to work and reminding everybody, if we'll just block and tackle, if we'll improve public education, we'll have a strong workforce. That's what's coming here is actually, I think, an inspired investment and recommitment to public education so that folks who bring companies here will have a great workforce. Because if we're doing those things, this community has for 100 years sold itself. You know, I mean, there's a reason that Native Americans settled along the creeks and rivers in this 
uh, community, and and it's been a a hub of action ever since uh, you know the, the Cracker Line enabled the Union to eventually win the Civil War. I mean, this has been a place of significance and convergence and rail lines and interstates. And uh, if you come here and spend time, there's a, a natural attraction. Um, to it. it, it it meets uh, sort of the needs and and even kind of uh, fulfills. I, there's, a, there's a certain ambition to Chattanooga that I think s- strikes people uh, different than most mid-sized cities. I, I'm telling somebody backstage, we live I think bigger than most mid-sized cities, in part because you're uh, you know an hour and a half drive from Atlanta or Nashville, and uh, it's uh, it, it's going to like I said, as, as much as the New York Times has covered the. Uh, the fun rise, the renaissance of Chattanooga in the last 20 years. While you're here, if you, if you haven't gone down to see the riverfront, go see it. But then know that just in the next five to 10 years, we're going to really triple the size of what's already one of the epic uh, riverfronts uh, in the world. Like, I mean, I'm like you, you know, I've traveled all over the world. And I come back to my own hometown and go, this is quite a place to live. And the, the plans that we're putting together, uh, you know, I think put it all on steroids. You know, we've had people in this perhaps in this room and certainly in the conference that our CEOs of very large companies have never been to Chattanooga. They got the chance to visit for this event. And they've said, I may consider uh, opening an office or actually, hey, is, tell me a little bit about the tax structure, what it costs to live here. Is there no income tax? Just wanting those affirmation of what it's like to live here. So hopefully from this event, we'll have uh, folks in the, in the room that consider it. I do have one question for you before we go. A lot of solution providers in here that are bringing new technology mobility solutions to just uh, uh, the market. If they wanted to, perhaps they're in public sector, perhaps there's one company specifically that is trying to change public transportation, particularly for school kids that has mobility technology in Silicon Valley. If they had the opportunity to pitch you or pitch, what was the best way for them to bring value that's very special to you as mayor in terms of what you want to see for public-private sector partnerships, specific to the question of transportation. Yes, I mean, I think everybody in this industry should be aware that uh, you know one of the great challenges in public education today is a transportation challenge. Uh, we run a seventy-six school public school system that's incredibly diverse we run some exceptional innovative schools there's hard to get to depending on where you live this is a county that's got a handful of rural schools that are kind of in the middle of farmland we run a couple dozen urban schools and a few dozen suburban ones but as we can be creative uh, particularly given the way this county is bisected by a river and there's mountains and ridges everywhere, uh, our ability to serve particularly underprivileged kids well in our public school system is more a transportation challenge than just about anything. Well, you've heard it here. If you are a founder and innovator and you're looking to bring solutions, Chat- Hamilton County is open for business and we're open for mobility innovation. So Weston, really appreciate it. means a lot to me for you to be a part of this experience, but also your connections to the 3PL industry. It's it's quite meaningful. And congratulations again. Yeah, well, thank, thank you. you. Nice I mean, off, all I'll say is I've watched this guy for some time. And those of us who know Craig are not all that surprised by how awesome everything's turned out this week. So Appreciate thanks, it. man. Thanks so much.